0: Welcome to another week of Haywood's take on Hollywood. Sean High energy. It's High energy. it's eight thirty AM and uh, Sean jumped. Um welcome terrifying. I am excited to be here on this lovely morning, uh, to talk about some sweet movies. Um the two movies that we have on slate are Arrival and Interstellar and they're just so good. I'm so excited to talk about them. So there's how are you feeling?
1: They're as good as they come. So uh this is uh it's going to be a banger episode. Trevor.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> Took the mic so as much. if he had something very insightful to add. <laughs>
0: yeah, he says. I like um it. these movies uh spoiler they make me cry. Um So I decided for today's episode, yes, they make me cry. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. They both make me cry. That makes sense. And so um, when I was thinking of activities, I was like, what are movies that I didn't expect to make me cry, but do? So I know that not all of us are criers in movies, Sean. I'm sorry. But No, don't be sorry. But so you're allowed to choose any movies that make you cry, but I want each of us to choose five movies that make us cry. And if you can, that maybe were unexpected. Yeah. Or just like out of nowhere or. Yeah. 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 So I'm excited about that because I have a pretty good list. It's funny. My list is like, I don't know when I look at it, they're like four of Trevor's favorite movies. And then like hmm. one of my movies that I like.
1: Fantastic Mr. Fox. You were just breaking down. <laughs>
0: sobbing in Fantastic Mr. Fox.
1: You're like, she really no. is glowing.
0: No, but I think I could cry how good that movie is. Um, Trevor, why don't we start with you?
2: Um, I have the best taste of us three. So it makes <laughs> sense that you cry during, you said four of them are, are among my favorites. They're just very Trevor movies. Well, I have one that maybe you listed then. This is the only one that really was unexpected. Category, I feel like the rest are kind of typical criers. But I'm going with Kung Fu Panda. Oh. Yeah, I
1: know. I love Kung, Kung Fu Panda. Panda. I know. Just, I'm going to say unexpected.
2: Unexpected. Um I cried during Kung Fu Panda. Not the first time I saw it cuz I saw it in theaters. And I was overwhelmed by the humor as a young child, not even that young. I was probably ten.
1: What year did it come 12. out?
2: Uh It came out a while ago. Let me look. It came out in oh eight. So that was okay. me at ten. Ten years old. old. Imagine being ten years old came yeah. out That was great. Yeah. But then, like, I watched it later in life, but not that later. Probably thirteen years old. I had the DVD just the part where he opens the dragon scroll and it's blank and he's like why is it blank and then he figures out why and it's just because there is no secret ingredient oh it's so profound i love kung fu panda and just he becomes the best and it's because he's himself <laughs> but like and he stops trying to be like the furious five and just does it I don't know. I thought it was very good, and and like the music, too, of that film is insane. Like the, the they did a great job on the score. Anyway, I teared up once when I watched it. I don't think Hmm. I don't think it's like every timer or even like first timer. It was just like one time I cried.
1: It would be wild if it was every time. That would be a little concerning. Yeah, Yeah. but it just hits you in the feels. Hit
2: me once, really hard.
1: I get it. It's worthy of that for sure. You know.
0: Yeah, anyway. I'm going to argue that the sequels also are really profound and incredible. Great shows. Incredible. Well,
1: I haven't seen the third. I've seen the second. Yeah. Very great good. movie.
0: So good. Highly recommended. Sweet. So, okay, Sean, what's on your list?
1: I think I only have a total of four. That's okay. So wow. I'm not going to be able to get to five that I can think of. Okay. I'm going to go with the one I... Th- oh, no, I think I do have a fifth. <gasps> I think I have exactly yes. five. I'm going to go with the one I most recently did. And here's, I think, a lot of my crying in movies, it's, you know, I guess this is probably everybody, but like, it's almost like unrelated, not unrelated, but like, it's more like me pondering myself in a similar situation. So I guess, you know, but the one I cried in fairly recently was the movie Lion. Have you guys seen Lion? Mm -hmm. And, you know, just kind of like seeing a mother reconnect with her lost son who she figured to be dead after i don't know if i've seen it 20 30 years or whatever and so like, and so i watched you know i just and i've noticed in movies i notice even more on like the bad end of like anytime anything happens to a child whether it's kidnapping or death or anything i just ever since i've become a father i just can't do it and so on the happy end of this one i mean at first you know when it goes down it's scary but then when they reconnect i I, I was like dude i can't even imagine like just thinking of like my children and just like being gone for being gone from them yeah and so that really hit me in the fields. i'm gonna start with the one that i think trevor actually hated
0: (laughs) just kidding (laughs) he didn't hate it but uh it didn't this movie didn't um connect with you guys the same way it connected with me uh Uh, it's the movie after sun after sun came out last year Uh, had a lot of buzz a lot of top 10 lists that's how i heard about it is like so many critics had it listed as their favorite movie of the year and so i decided i would give it a try and it's an unassuming movie it's um
1: really abstract in some ways feels like a home video but is isn't a home video
0: it's it kind of deals with a girl's uh memory of a vacation with her father And it's frames it in a way that like, she's seeing him in new eyes as an adult, um, as a more complete human being, um, with all of his mistakes, but also all the ways he was trying. And I just, anything with like, like a mom or a dad, definitely for me, I think for anyone, but, um, I can only imagine after having kids, um, it, it just goes straight to the heartstrings. So I loved After Sun. And if you haven't seen it, give it a shot because um, it is hit and miss, at least in this crew. But um, overall, I think it has a really positive rating with critics. Um, and for the average movie watcher, um, you might find yourself sobbing um, or you might be lukewarm like my brothers. Sorry. <laughs> or you might wish that it'd turn into Cloverfield
2: instead of... Whoa. Wow. Just being a, home what a movie. What a, what a or right just turn. watch your own home movies. I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> A Star Is Born. Nice. A Star Is Born. Um, it got me. I did. I thought I'd make it because I feel like the initial blow of what's sad. I didn't cry, mm-hmm. but then it's the reveal at the end of of the song. <sighs> yeah. And yeah. I'm like, I get Jizz. that. I get that. So I, I was. I I actually watched it at Sean's house for some reason. I think mm-hmm. I was. Probably sitting at my house. Yeah, I was like babysitting or something. Yeah, And I watched it alone in Sean's house. And I was just like crying at the end because of it's very good.
1: It's definitely on the
2: slate. Yeah, it'll come. I don't know when. Anyway, A Star is Born. That's not really an unexpected, but it's a tearjerker for me. I don't know if I'd cry if I watched it again, though. Who knows?
0: I did. So, but I, yeah,
1: I cry. Nice. Is it me? Yep. I'm going to go with. I think the first movie I ever cried in, I mean, maybe I did as a kid, but I don't remember. But the first one I remember crying in is Rudy. That adds up. It's just when he gets in and his dad is proud of him for the first time in his life. And he gets in and gets the tackle, and like his mentor guy does the clap and the whole. I don't know if you've even seen I it. I haven't King Rudy. <laughs> Anyway, so it. it's this
2: <laughs> Rudy. It's the chanting for me. The
1: chanting from the team that then goes to the crowd. That that it, it's a the classic underdog story, and and he finally he he does it after just and it's Sean two hours in the sh- <laughs> What what? It's Sean Aston. Oh, I thought you were saying in the sh- Sean Astin. Never like, heard of like, him. How am I the underdog? <laughs> no, no, never no. heard of him. No, yeah, he's great. And uh, John Favreau, Chunky, F- Chunky Favreau, and uh,
0: what is that what they call him?
1: No, he's just really he's yeah. just oh. really big. <laughs> <laughs> I like a he's like a large man King. in that movie. No, <laughs> no, he's great. Um, oh, anyway, so that's I think that's the first one I ever cried in. Yeah, being proud of his, especially the dad being proud of his son for the first time, even though like be a better dad, but like still incredible that he did that is cool.
0: The rest of mine on my list are more like the unexpected with after sun um I heard like reviews that kind of revealed that it would be like an emotional thing mm. um it was just an unexpected movie for me that I loved. The rest of them actually surprised me that I would cry in them um the first one being Juno hmm. Juno makes me cry um. MK you just Flynn. expect like a quirky comedy which it is mm-hmm. and it's so good for for so many reasons but like just the ending of it that like she's found her like person who sees her for herself and that um vanessa is like a mom and like mm. she's still i'm still in if you're still in yeah
1: that is and, that is heart yeah like, I forget that part yeah. and
0: just and and the um Oh yeah, I guess that's a spoiler, but yeah. everyone watched Juno. I mean, it's a yeah, it's Juno. old enough now It's a I classic, like older movie, yeah. but everyone should watch it. It's very good, and it's actually super cool. Fun fact: Netflix actually updated, um, like on the credits, so it says Elliot Page. So like, huh. it, it shows like the same images and everything, but like, correct his pronouns and his name. Sweet, interesting.
2: So I could say a handful of of Disney classics um you know lion king tarzan what have you but if we want to go more unexpected for me i'm going to go lilo and stitch i think it's slept on i have it in my top 5 of disney movies which a lot of people may argue but I think that's correct but no. when stitch is reading the ugly duckling book and it's like crying and he's like where's my family i don't even have one what even am i just having like the most insanely profound, like <laughs> existential. Yeah, it's like legitimately emotional and sad, but also so happy when he find when they finally take him into the the Ohana. When he says Ohana means family in his little
0: Stitch voice, I cried. I cried last time I watched this. It's, I did not expect it. I don't know how that. I forgot to put it on my list. But I think yeah.
2: it's slept on by a lot of people in the Disney world um disney world yeah
0: but i just think lilo and stitch is quite good and yeah for me it's it's the whole story of like an older sister who's just trying her hardest to like raise her younger sister after yeah and it's just like and and then lilo's kind of like just having a troubled childhood in a lot of ways and just acting out in the typical ways. And like just Nani is just doing her best and like waitressing and working all the time. And then she can't be home enough for Lilo. And like, it's just, I think it's just so beautiful and sad and uh, rewarding at the end. Yep. That would have made my list if if I thought about it.
1: So I'm going to take the opposite of unexpected. This is like, hey, everyone that's ever seen this movie Straight cries shot, in this Titanic. Movie. Schindler's no. List. No. Didn't cry in either of those. <laughs> wow. <laughs>
2: Titanic is one thing.
0: I know. I'm sorry. I didn't cry. No, live your truth.
1: Uh, It's a Wonderful Life.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's the only one this that is, gets me every single yeah, time. Yeah. Like, I've
1: watched it, I think, three times. I think I've cried twice, which for a non choir is two for three yeah like God. that's pretty high. Um I'm like seven for seven. It's it's so powerful and you're just, you know, you all building in loans.
2: Ah uh, you on the moon, <laughs> Mary. Oh, it's so yeah. good. And just
1: just to and that one's like almost like an aspirational cry for me. Is that weird to say? Like I just wanna be a guy that like impacts people in that same way that you can feel like you would have a similar you know thing if you ripple effect. a ripple effect perfect like yeah that. so like i think that's what that is i'm like man i want to be that guy i love that i think the point of the
0: movie is that everyone already like is that guy do you know what i mean i don't know that's what i take from it is like wow i'm amazing yeah no that's great no that's great <laughs> well i i think
2: of when they all at the end are just flooding him with like money, yeah. and it's like way more than he actually needed to pay yeah. off the thing I just imagine the people in my life doing something similar, right. Which, right. which I think they ultimately would if yeah. I was in that pickle.
1: I would give you. That's when I cry. At least seven. I would cry when
2: when everyone's like yeah, the generosity. Him. And yeah, and he's just like overwhelmed. Kind of
1: the payback that
0: you haven't yeah. he hasn't really gotten the whole time in eighth grade. It was getting to be Christmas time. And my English teacher decided that he didn't want to do anything else for the rest of the semester. So, for the last three day, three three school days, I think, we watched this. And it's a bunch of eighth graders who are watching a black and white movie. And so, you can expect most of them were just like sleeping or drawing playing tech or decks. playing tech decks. And <laughs> <laughs> different generation. We didn't have tech decks at that age. Um, and... I was glued to the screen, <laughs> and that's I just funny. remember like starting to tear up <laughs> in eighth grade when everyone else isn't paying attention, and it's just like I did because I, I started with that attitude too of like, why are we watching an old black right. and white movie? Right, and then it just it smacks you in the face, and it's so beautiful, and I love that movie.
1: Yeah, so so um, it was unexpected for you because you were in it was grade I was in eighth classroom. grade. Yeah, <laughs> I watched it fully knowing everyone cries, yes. but still cried. I knew so. I guess that's unexpected.
0: It. It was so good. Um, the next one is um,
1: Guardians of the Galaxy Three. This, have you seen it yet, Sean? No, it comes out today. On oh my gosh, on uh, Disney. Disney Plus or whatever. Okay. Or uh, at least I think it's what I have it on my calendar. As is you should watch it soon. I will watch it this weekend.
0: Watch it this weekend. It this movie. I, I'm going to spoil zero things because it's coming out today. So many many of you haven't seen it. But um, you probably know if you've seen any of the trailers that it centers around Rocket, um, Rocket Raccoon. Um, and we get a lot of just beautiful, horribly sad and wonderful uh, backstory. Um, and there are just going to be moments that smack you in the face. And like, I was tearing up in the theater and this is the very recent. It was really good. So was my boyfriend. We were just tearing up. Raccoons. I wasn't tearing up until the very end
2: um like the last shot. Yeah. And I I we can talk about that another time. Look forward to it. Um speaking of of the last shot, I feel like um so Dead Poet Society
0: made me cry actually. Haven't seen it.
1: Really? For real. Oh, we watch that together, not like literally together, but like as part of our early non-podcast podcast.
0: Nope. Are you thinking of Goodwill Hunting? Because I get those confused. I understand. just
1: figured we, it was what part. it made that list that we yeah. made, but so maybe not. I haven't. Seen Dead Poets Society made me cry,
2: but in in a very weird, like not like a sad or happy way. It was just like a, like, moving. Life is not even beautiful. It's like carpe diem you know i don't even know how to yeah and it i was also watching that alone i was in i was in abby's basement when i was living there for a few months in hooper and i was like why am i even crying right now i don't know but it's incredible it's very moving it's very good it just hit pretty
0: hard i don't know poetry who would have thought no like I'm a poetry guy. Like the other day, I bought a book of Spanish poems.
2: Did you buy it just to say that you bought a book of Spanish poems? Yeah, I'm just trying to find the widest audience that I can share that with.
0: So here we are.
2: Everyone, Jake bought a book of Spanish
1: poems. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that wasn't me trying to flex. I'm just
2: saying. I like, po- it's just an I like
1: poetry too.
0: Poetry I think that Spanish too. is a little bit of a flex. Okay, uh, come on. It's, I don't know oh, flex
1: don't. is, do you know Spanish?
0: No, it's translated. So I was oh. on Spanish on one side, oh. and I know like a little, I've taken like five years of Spanish, and then the other side. You just didn't want to say that we exposed you. The other side is translated. Exposed. Exposed. But like, I'm excited about
1: it. <laughs> no, that's cool. The movie Patterson is great. Not that I cried in it, it is but good. it's poetry based. And Adam, You're Adam Driver based. Um, this I guess, you know what? This is an unexpected cry, because upon rewatch, I'm like, I don't think this is worthy of a cry at all. I just must have had a weird day. But an, I cried an American Sniper the first time. At the, at, it just kind of kicks you in the Sean teeth. Said America. I said America. <laughs> I do love America in a way that Jake may not. <laughs> I love America, just but you know. Anyway, I he, you know, we're spoiling a lot of these because it's a lot of the emotional, you know, things. But it's like he gets killed in the end, and it just, and then it was the again kind of the support of his community that it it because it, it's a true story so and then went the the filming went from you know bradley cooper to then it, like the procession of the it went on a freeway and like every overpass was just like overwhelming support hmm. and so like it was that it, was, it wasn't so much like i mean i've seen movies where people yeah. die it was abrupt and i was like what the heck and then when i saw the support that was like oh that's really cool to have yeah. like a whole it was almost honestly kind of not it's not it's a wonderful life but like the, just the community support and just to know yeah. that like everyone really cared for this dude who was trying to give back to a a community that needs it which is you know veterans who have PTSD yep. and that's what he was doing with his life when somebody who had that PTSD killed him yep. after the war and so yeah so the procession of the you know the freeway underpasses is where i was like oh shoot I'm crying.
0: I think I definitely got emotional in that one yeah. as well. Even yeah. if I didn't
1: rate it as high as you did
0: overall, like I, yeah. I think it, it's um, powerful.
1: Yeah. Um.
0: Okay. The next one on my list is Marcel the Shell with Shoes On. And this one was, I just watched it recently and it's so good. And it just makes you think about life and all the small things and something about that little voice. Also, sometimes your wife, Sarah, sounds like Marcel. I got misty eyed.
2: During Marcel, which is very unexpected. Yeah. It was when he was singing, I want to linger a little longer. And he's just singing it, like looking for his family. I don't know. Anyway, got a little misty eyed. Sean, Sean will, I don't Sean will rewatch and he'll get it one day. Yeah, I don't, I don't connect like, with it. I don't think he quite connects with Marcel the way he will I, one day.
1: Maybe so. I like it. I gave no, it four and, stars. Yeah, no, I
2: know. I'm just saying it's transcendent but you don't yes, know that yeah yet. yeah
1: and and so like for me of all of the ones you've mentioned like that's I can't the even,
2: wackest i can't even imagine
1: fathom. crying because it's just so quirky that's and silly yeah
2: that's kind of me with rudy because it's so obviously an underdog story like but i don't know
1: yeah I don't, but this is so obviously not a no, crime
2: no, yeah that's true
0: <laughs> that's why it's so unexpected no, I was it is just no, like, no wait, it this is. This is profound. Yeah, yeah. I think it is more profound. Yeah, I
1: miss the profundity.
0: Poetic, if you will. Maybe if you read Ooh. more Spanish poetry, Ooh, you might understand. Dick right. has poetic. one. He bought yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I, I can, can borrow, borrow that. that. Yeah. He, didn't, he it's not It's not. Uh, a library book. He owns it. So. Yeah, yeah it's not really for me, like because I already know all the wisdom that it contains. Yeah. But yeah, I'm just willing to, kind to share. Yeah,
2: just to financially support the the writers. Anyway, um, I think. A a good series with a great payoff can make me cry. You know, Avengers Endgame, I was bawling. Mostly when Cap and his, his lady, who I forget, Carter, Peggy Carter, when they're dancing at the end, and he finally gets... The dance! After yeah. all that time, that's what sent me over when I first it was, watched it. Yeah. I was just sobbing. But that... But you know, you could say that with uh Harry Potter at the end, there's emotional moments whether it's deaths or just the conclusion. But I'm gonna I'm gonna bring up Return of the King. Um and it's the moment when I recently watched it in theaters because it was re-released and it was amazing. And I didn't think I would cry and I never had before in the series until this time, and it was when all of um Gondor, like all of the kingdom is bowing for Samwise and Frodo and mm. and uh, Merry and Pippin, just the little hobbits. And just, like, that moment where they're all, like... And they're almost, like, looking around, like, who are they bowing for right now? Couldn't be us. And then it is. And just, like, just the impact that those four little hobbits made on Middle Earth and just their efforts and their horrible journey, how it all, you know, worked out and just they did it just a they did it moment yeah and just how they are honoring the the hobbits who have been kind of a disrespected race or just Mm -hmm. just kind of seen as you know you bow to no one yeah you bow to no one dude holy cow unreal yeah yeah Yeah, that got me this last time
1: so good yeah uh i can't remember and i can't i can remember that actually i only do only have four Sweet. Sorry. No,
0: that's okay. My
1: last one is
0: um, expected now to everyone on the podcast who's listened to anything, and to you guys it'll be expected. But when I went into the theater blindly with like no expectation, um, I didn't expect to cry, and that is everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm. Oh my gosh! And I watched it again, and I cried again. It's 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 so good. If you haven't seen it yet, you need to see it. Um, but it is this weird movie where if you gave me the synopsis <laughs> on a piece of paper, I'd be like, that seems really disjointed yeah. and like weird. And how did they pull this off? It doesn't It make shouldn't sense. work. No, yeah. But it, it was a masterpiece. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's it's top five of all time. Easy, easy. And, um, again, I think it's, I've used the word profound a lot, but I, I love movies where it, it, um, it finds profundity in. I already said that. Sorry. Oh, dang it! Ah, oh, I thought I'd get that. That nope, point. No, I got that dang, one. Dang, you said profundity. Um, in in small intimate moments, um, like, tax laundry and taxes. Yeah. You know, one, and it's man. like, I I what's the quote, Trevor? Do you know it? In another life, I'd love to.
2: Just do laundry
0: do laundry and taxes with you yep. and it's like wow i love my life even when i'm just doing laundry and taxes with my yep. boyfriend so yep. good
1: so anyway, awesome yeah, yeah.
0: Do, should we do like a quick recap Nope. no sweet those are movies they're good you heard them you might cry and they'll be less unexpected because you got true. our warning
1: true <laughs> that you might cry
0: okay we are on to the movies of the week arrival and interstellar let's start with arrival
1: this one was an unexpected cry for me
0: when I first watched it.
1: Yeah, I I think what's crazy about it is is you just go into it thinking that it's just straight up a, like an, an alien showing up and like the language of it, and you're like, cool, this is fascinating and really interesting, yep. interesting angle on alien invasion. Yep. But then you get the the emotional wreck of the third half. You know, it's like oh, just like oh my, my gosh, or yeah. the third act. I mean, not this is
0: half. one third half. No, this is one where like. If you have not watched this movie, I really want you to pause this podcast and watch yeah. this movie before you listen. I agree. Because you need to ha- go in with a fresh, you know, uh perspective. This movie is directed by Denis Villeneuve. Probably said that wrong.
1: What? No, you Thank nailed you. it with the uh with the uh Spanish it's Spanish. All of my- <laughs> Spanish poetry. No, I think that Denis Villeneuve is was- Denis
2: Villeneuve. <laughs> Trevor. Thank you,
1: Trevor for all you white people out there <laughs> for the whites yeah to the evil news. um
0: here's what it says uh what why are they here taking place after alien crafts land around the world an expert linguist is recruited by the military to determine whether they come in peace or are a threat um what do you love about this movie trevor i think it's a very um grounded realistic
2: take on what an alien invasion would look like as far as um, Like, the language, first of all, yeah, like, they wouldn't speak any languages we have on Earth or have any writing, so obviously a huge mountain to climb would be how to communicate with them. Have you, have
1: and you I seen don't Lilo think... and Stitch? There's clearly an Earth expert out there that's charming and right. silly, Clicely. that knows everything. Mosquito population. Come on. Drag queen. <laughs> yeah. Also true. Just kidding, sorry.
2: Um... But I just feel like a lot of alien movies, like if you have a race that's advanced enough to, to enter, travel between, you know, space, and they clearly have technology way ahead of our own, I don't think they would just come invade and kill. I think I, I agree with you. I think they're going to be so advanced that they know that that's barbaric, and like, why would you just do that? Yeah. Um, and so they just show up. I don't know. It just seemed, obviously, you know, it's not realistic for a lot of reasons, but it's about as realistic as I've seen an alien movie ever. Like, I just think it's, and just how the government handled it and all the different governments and all the different, like, countries, because there's, like, there's eight or nine? Twelve. Twelve. Oh, yeah, twelve. very, very key. Very clear that (laughs) there's twelve. Come on. (laughs) But, yeah, there's twelve that are randomly dotted throughout the globe. And just how the countries handled it and, like, worked together, but also, like, disagreed. It just seemed very um, realistic. in in not in, like, the actual thing happening, but in our response. And I thought that was very good. But ultimately, the best part of this movie, I think, is Amy Adams. I think it's her best by far. Like, no offense, I don't think she's on the same level as a lot of the great actresses hot take I'm not saying she's bad but I'm saying this this movie definitely is her best for me by a long shot and after that it's like I think of the Muppets and Enchanted (laughs) and the one office episode like yeah this is a clear step up I think for her career Um, and she crushes it emotionally and she comes across very intelligent with the linguistics in a way. I feel like some actors are not great at acting incredibly smart. No offense, but she she's... No offense to Mark Ruffalo. She does a great job at... <laughs> dang, wow. Shots I was going to say John Krasinski as, as Mr. Fantastic and that mm. little blip of Multiverse of Madness. Anyway, she does a great job. And she steals the show And she's the best part In my opinion Not
0: Oscar nominated For best actress
1: hmm. Insane I'd be curious Yeah
0: This uh, movie um, Won One Oscar For sound editing I believe Which it. is perfect Yeah The sounds that the aliens are making Yeah so cool So good uh, It was also nominated For best picture Best direction um, Adapted screenplay Because I think it's a novel um, mm-hmm. uh, Cinematography Editing Sound mixing production design
1: so just a banger of a film hits yep. all the hits all the spots
0: but somehow didn't get a best actress nom and i think it really deserved it yeah
1: i'm i'm I am surprised by that because it is such a um a diverse it goes from from very technical and just uh, to a very human spot yeah. and and she's she, and perfect she, at and it. she spans she walks into
0: this movie with a sense of like grief but not just like she just seems like there's so much on her mind all the mm-hmm. time. And it's, it's just like, it's beautiful.
1: Yeah. I think for me, you know, getting into real spoiler territory. So if you haven't turned it off, Turn it off um, the time aspect of, of both of the films we're going to be discussing is, that's kind of a very strong through line other than just the sci-fi nature. But the time aspect of it is, I think what's the most fascinating to me, um, which is, honestly is what makes the 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 emotion at the end what it is because of um the perception of time and and uh and that kind of sets up the emotional um you know decisions made and, and things um and so i really yeah i loved the uh the alien being on this higher plane and they were yeah, you, know, you know like you were saying with the technology and stuff and so but they were also on the higher plane of just like existence um and so they were trying literally their whole goal was to impart that on other species and so i I think that's really profound and cool and so they'd come and so yeah so their aspect of time is that's kind of what what kind of unlocks their their higher power is their their ability to to understand time from the beginning to the end and so i think and so what got me this time specifically with to tie it into amy adams is they almost like found somebody who um they knew that she would be the one because you know, again time for them is, you know they knew she would be the one that needs to do all the things that that sets up their a future a better future for human race and to bring in the 12 and to to bring in um you know powers that are against each other and it, and they and they knew that it was this one woman who could be the the the, uh, the bridge between them and i thought that was really really cool
2: i thought it was also interesting how it was almost to save themselves in a way too when the aliens came because they said like in three thousand years or whatever like you guys are going to help us and they know that because of the whole you know eternal circle of memory and future and past that they have and so they're like we're helping you so you can help us eventually which i think is interesting it's a really good motivation for them instead of just like i don't know I don't know if I would believe them just going to random worlds and wanting all of them to learn this language. It's kind of like, Oh yeah, you're also going to save us because of what we teach you right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I think what takes us from like a four to a five is, is the trippy time thing. How, you know, throughout the movie, spoiler alert, Mm -hmm. you see the little girl, these memories she has with her and you have no, Obviously no one's going to question the first time they watch. It's
1: set up to look like it's yeah. the past. Yeah. Like you you think it's
2: and then this is what's happened to you this slowly woman and then they find out that this girl isn't even born yet during the events of this film and that that's in it's the like, future. Whoa. That's where it's like, "Oh, this is like this is a cinema. This isn't just a movie. This is this is good stuff." Um and I have one more thing about Amy Adams and I agree with Jeremy Renner's character. Um, When he says this, he says, you know, I've had my head tilted up in the stars for as long as I can remember. You know what surprised me the most? It wasn't meeting them, the aliens. It was meeting you. That's the same with me watching this film. It wasn't the aliens that surprised me. It's Amy Adams' character actually putting on an
0: insane clinic. She says, this is how to act. Yes, yeah, so um the thing that's most moving to me in this movie is the question of if you knew all the bad things that were gonna happen, would you still do it? I got chills, just barely saying, yeah, yeah. and um, she knows she's gonna like lose a child, mm-hmm. and she knows her husband is gonna leave her, mm-hmm. and she wants to experience all of that anyway,, mm-hmm. and I think that is so beautiful and like. I look back on my life and I look at my my divorce and I look at like my current relationship and it's like, would I do it again knowing that I would, Oh, I'm going to cry. Unexpected cry. Unexpected cry. (laughs) Um, would I do it all again knowing that it would end? And the answer is yes. You know, it's like beautiful experiences that I had. I'm crying. Um, in my early adulthood being married to Jake, he's just amazing. His name was Jake too, by the way, for those of you who don't know, but, um, He's an awesome guy. We got divorced. I, I would do it again, pa, yeah. Pa. <laughs> yeah, and uh, I just I learned a lot in that time, and I don't have any regrets about that. So, uh,
1: yeah, this movie makes you ponder. It makes in you that think way. about yourself, yeah. and you, mm-hmm. you you know
0: maybe either mistakes you've made or like um, things that you've gone through. It's like would I do it again? Mm-hmm. And it's like a resounding yes. Yeah. I think that's so beautiful. And it's also so strong of her character to like yeah. still be willing to do that. No, like being able to watch your child knowing that. Yeah. But she still wanted that child to exist mm-hmm. and to like – And to have, have those precious moments. You even know? if it was just a short amount of time. Yeah. Yeah, you'd do it. And that also for me, like looking forward in my life, like it helps me put things in, in perspective of like I'm in a current relationship. It's super happy. What if – he were to get in a car accident or what if we were to separate like would i regret having spent that time yeah the answer is no like that these moments are are important Mm -hmm. and um any time that i can have with him i'll take because they're wonderful yep to quote
2: principal rooney from ferris bueller's day off between grief and nothing i'll take grief good quote Quote I also read that in a Spanish (laughs) poetry book.
1: (laughs) Um, did you have? Did you have? I uh, when you say Spanish poetry, I really think another really super important aspect of this movie, and I think the first two acts is all this is just language, linguistics, and language, and the importance of that in understanding other people and understanding other, in this case, another like world. Um, you but, could say uh, that language is the foundation of civilization. Language
2: is the foundation of civilization. It's the glue that holds people together. It's the first weapon drawn in a conflict. Yeah,
1: and and it, you know, I, I again, not to get pretentious on this pod, but like when you do it's learn far, language, far and you past think, that, and you think in, you, you, you it really does just Refrain. the way you're saying it changes the way you're approaching a subject. Is like you're thinking of a different you're thinking of it in a completely different way because of how you're saying the words. I think that's so interesting. The studies that have been done,
0: like on how being raised with a different language, your brain like thinks about things differently. Yeah. It it helps inform like who you're going to be.
1: Right. And so I thought that was so cool that they like took that to it's like crazy end point of like, you'll be able to, Conquer time if you can figure out this particular language. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. I thought that was really just a fascinating like exploration of language. And again, it's way further than I personally believe is possible. But uh, but you know, I'd uh, like to I just
2: is. read my you know since we are waxing a bit pretentious, I thought I was going to do it in German. I'm going to set us down a huge notch um, and read my letterbox <laughs> review of this movie. It says. If I were Luis, I would give the Heptapods a grimace Birthday Shake. How's that for a non-zero-sum game? And I think that's the best review I've ever had. And it has seven (laughs) likes, and I'm very proud of it.
0: That's actually really good. I'm going to go like it, so you'll have eight. That is a funny review. That's incredible. Uh, (laughs) One of my favorite reviews is Memory is a Strange Thing. For example, I remember Amy Adams' performance as being one of the best in 2016, but the Academy seemed to remember differently. Yeah, that's a great, that's
1: a great reveal. Yeah. Oh,
0: but it's so good. There are so many good quotes in it. Um, as Owen Wilson would say. Wow. Well, yeah. Um, if I was an alien, I too would only trust Amy Adams. That's so good. That's that good, is good. Language. Linguistic. Letterbox language is great. <laughs> um i think sorry amy adams hi the academy i'm calling the police
2: <laughs> yeah the academy is absurd her. for not choosing that is guys. yeah um that's so funny I, I honestly doubt that it it that there's not a slot for this movie for best picture that year like how does that even possible yeah that is weird it was
0: nominated
2: was it oh okay then oh, okay so, are we good to to transition? Yeah, I'm just gonna start by saying, Arrival to me is is the better of these two movies, and I don't mean that to slander inter- Interstellar, but going into this, I think a lot of people there's a lot of hype for Interstellar. It's Christopher Nolan, Nolan, Nolan. heads, yeah. It's got Matthew McConaughey, Anne Hathaway, Matt Damon. It's a big movie. I think a lot more in the zeitgeist probably.
1: I think so. But um I'm gonna arrival if I have to choose between the two. I think I think upon this rewatch I might have to agree. Yeah. I have But I, it's so close. They're both like I have Interstellar fives for me. I have
0: Interstellar at four and a half and I have arrival at five. So I, haven't, I hadn't thought about comparing them, but yeah, I think it's a little more human, but Interstellar. Oh, I love Interstellar. Okay. Mankind was born on Earth. It was never meant to die here. The adventures of a group of explorers who make use of a newly discovered wormhole to surpass the limitations on human space travel and conquer the vast distances involved in an interstellar voyage. That sounds, okay, that sounds so Nolan. Yeah, it does. Um, this is directed by Christopher Nolan. Um... Who is obsessed with time. time. Yeah. Every single movie. Um, and probably not Oppenheimer though. We'll see. We'll see. Time's going to be in there. <laughs> it's literally the trailer there. has like a, a, a dial.
2: Uh, what's it called? Like a countdown. Like I'm pretty sure there's going to be a countdown,
0: like throughout the entire movie. Probably. So. I guess um, I am more like,
1: like he, he's like, doctoring of time is kind of what yeah. I'm referring to generally He's still, you know, but
0: Hans Zimmer's just going to put like little ticks. He's still a simp for time. He is a simp. If he
1: time. could have a clock sound throughout his whole,
2: every one of his movies, just playing in the background that
0: he'd probably have, he it. probably would. There's probably a version out there. That was a really good impression, Trevor. Um, But I think, uh, so this is um in in many ways, similar to arrival in that on the surface, it's a very, very technical. And I would say, um, better technically movie like as far as um all the effects set and all of the set pieces and it's just absolutely beautiful the concept itself
1: is is more advanced um it's doing way more visually on purpose too yeah. like you know like it's a bigger movie it's, it's not contained it's it's yeah. it's the opposite. Purposely contained. not contained. So
0: uncontained, yeah. But the the joy of this movie is the humanity. Now, mm-hmm. I don't know if joy is the best word. Joy is a tough word, but... <laughs> because it is joyful to watch uh, because of how good it is, but... Uh, profound. The profundity, oh, the profundity uh, of, of this movie really is in the humanity of it, and like the ways that it makes you think about your life in Murph. a way that you wouldn't think. Sorry. <laughs> the ways that you wouldn't think that a movie about interstellar space travel would... Like touch your human heart and make you feel think about your own life. Uh, That's what I think is so special about it. I
2: gave this listen.
0: I gave it a four.
2: (sighs) I think it's overrated. (sighs) Four's still but four's still really good. I'm just trying to bring. I just know that we only always talk. We I'd say the majority on this podcast is just us, you know, hyping up a movie, which is great. Um. I think it's fun to throw in a devil's advocate. No, I think it's necessary. Um, I don't, why do I you can't hate think of one this, for this movie should be 30 minutes shorter? Um, what are you cutting? I'm cutting a lot of just the long, drawn out beauty. Yeah.
0: I don't really care about what things look like.
2: Like, it, it was dragging for me. I,
1: I'm surprised wow. you're not saying that. Where? That's why I'm asking. Just, Where was it dragging for you? I, Tell me, I,
2: I, <laughs> I. mean, it's hard to pinpoint like exact moments. I could, if I had more time and I had prepared that, I just felt like, um, I. You know, it's you're I'd allowed to feel that way. I'm just curious. You know? I trim it, and, um. But what I did really like about this movie is the the story of realizing how hopeless they are um, like kind of layer at a time. Yeah. Like it doesn't really all come at once. Right. Um, And until it like officially does reveal that spoiler alert, like they were never really intended to make it back. Yeah. Or like even save those on earth. Yeah. That
1: and the Matt Damon just completely just selfish. That twist. Those two two twists of, of just like, Right. This was doing, or the just beginning. it being Matt
2: Damon, first yeah. of all, It yeah. doesn't
1: like show a picture of him. I literally it's, like, forgot two hours into the movie. Yeah. Like, it was, I, I've seen this movie four or five times. I like this time, I'm like, oh yeah, freaking or Matt Damon shows up. Well, again. dude,
2: my mother in law yeah. goes, oh yeah, that's the one with Matt Damon. And I told her to her face, no, that's not. That's you're thinking <laughs> that's of amazing. the Martian, is what I told her, right? Little did I know she. she's like, you're she's dumb. like, uh, you're dumb, you're bet. Dumb. Um. I really like Michael Caine's character in Michael this film. Caine. Michael Caine. I think he's my favorite character, which is a crazy take, maybe. That's, but I think just his heartbreak. Like I think he genuinely is heartbroken that. That he did that. That he did that, but also yeah. like, but also he's like the villain in a way
1: because yeah. Yeah, he. That, it's honestly, he's probably heartbroken that that was the answer, and that yes, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, and just, he didn't want that to be true. Just how
2: they're kind of trying to separate their own emotions from like the survival of the human race, um, and just that three and throughout two is very good. And Hathaway's yeah. whole speech on yeah. love and how like maybe love is something bigger that like isn't just what we think it is. Like maybe it's actually a higher plane of like uh, instinct or whatever yeah. it is. Like yeah. maybe it, I'm drawn to this guy be, for a reason. And she was right. Yeah. yeah. Just that whole, that's probably my favorite part of the whole mm-hmm. film is, is that argument that the disc- through line of discussion love. they have of, of like doing what makes sense or what is, what your heart tells you to do. Even in a
0: very scientific
2: a, spot. Yeah. Yeah, I thought that was the strong suit of the film.
0: I agree. Yeah, you know, you might say Anne hath a will.
1: When there is a hath Anne will, there is a Hathaway Hathaway. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> well, really, really quickly on that before you get going, for whatever reason, I group these three actresses—Chastain, um, Hathaway, and Adams—in almost the same exact like pod of like my thinking of actresses of of women Heptapod. who, of heptapods. No, yeah. of women who just give a shit. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like, like. You get certain actors that it's just like I'm gonna be. I'm gonna make a hot take that you guys aren't gonna like, and Sarah hopefully doesn't hear. I've recently realized that I don't like Harrison Ford because he just doesn't. He and doesn't I know, care, and he that's doesn't care, and I hate it. I hate. Truthfully, that he doesn't. that's the appeal. It's not an appeal to me. For- it's like shut up, go home. I hate that about you. I, and I watched Raiders this week, and I'm like, I didn't like. Shut up! Like I like care about anything. I hate you. I and think, so these three women are the opposite of that. They all care about their not only in their movie and their like what their persona is, but they as actresses, they're try They're try hards, and it's and like I love that. yes, freaking try hard. Yep.
0: And the Thank Academy you. like doesn't always reward that. They do sometimes with yeah. like Les Mis. I guess it was just like I'm gonna try so hard that the Academy like has right. to give me a freaking right. award. Um, even though I did Princess Diaries. Yeah, but I just feel like yeah, maybe it is because they weren't taken super seriously in their early careers. Probably, you like, probably
1: or possibly, but anyway, no matter what the reason is, I love the freaking outcome. I love that these women care.
2: I think caring is cool, um, and I think just a real plug for for Harrison. Ford. No, no,
1: I I understand. I'm in the minority here. I think
2: the I agree that he should care more about. Um, Everything His, like Han Solo, <laughs> Indiana Jones. Yeah, he just hates all. Interestingly, of it. though, I feel like the smaller, more like indie or like less blockbustery stuff. I feel that care. Um, there's the show that just came out on Apple TV called Shrinking, and I know Sean hates television, so he'll never watch I it. Will not. It's starring Harrison <laughs> Ford and Jason Segel, and. Harrison cares in that one actually okay. it's very good. It's about a therapist whose life is falling apart, even though he's trying to help other people whose lives are also falling apart. It's very good, um, but back to interstellar, I think Matthew McConaughey, let's talk about him. He's the main character, all right, all right, all right.
1: oh, man. his voice is
2: so distracting for me. I feel like he's so weird and his little whistles and he, and just the way he talks, I love and, it. Like if I were to go up and talk to him, I couldn't. I'd be like, "Are you a real person?" Like
1: he does. Let's. Actually, I know. He, okay, I know, yeah, and I
2: I realize that, yeah. but it's just like, like he says, "Murph," probably forty eight <laughs> times Murph. in this movie, and the way he said, "Murph," "Murph," and so, where are you, Murph? I think, <laughs> genuinely, I think that kept me from. <laughs> from crying in that movie is his voice is just like i get that and he's like why do i drive a lincoln why does anyone do anything you do it you don't do it because it makes sense you do it because you love it
1: i
0: have is that from an ad or is that from the
1: movie
2: so he was in lincoln commercials but
1: that was was my review i said yeah it's really crazy that that matthew mcconaughey took a lincoln navigator took (laughs) our
2: Yeah, it's so That's good. So good. <laughs> well, he was. A Doesn't have eight show. likes, but it's Jim, funny. Jim Carrey uh, on SNL when he was a guest did like a a skit about him and his Lincoln. So yeah, he's like, if I keep rolling this booger in my hand, will it stop being so sticky? And just he's saying just all these like <laughs> it was but so in the But in the McConaughey voice
1: tone and yeah
2: yeah. Anyway, I think Matthew McConaughey ultimately is a great actor. Yeah, a very distracting voice for me. I get that. But, like, his face when he's watching.
1: That's a meme. That's That's iconic. Yeah, Yeah.
2: that's the best, I think, visual acting um, in the movie as far as, like, this guy is heartbroken. Yeah. Torn apart, but also so happy to see his kids. Um, Yeah. Just him watching the videos. It's just. Yeah. I watched this with grandpa and dad. Did I tell you guys this? I watched Interstellar with grandpa and dad. And they was just dad was crying.
0: Imagine watching this in your oh nineties. Yeah.
2: No, yeah. Grandpa's, Grandpa's ninety movies right he's now. He's ninety-four and he was like, oh wow. Like
0: and, newly widowed. And and now he's in his He watches movie films era. like us. He's gonna he watch the, the pod Hulk last enough. night.
2: Yeah, he did watch the Hulk last night. <laughs> what is happening? Did he watch The Hulk or The Incredible Hulk? I, I wanna know. I don't Either know. Either way. <laughs> um But I just I also really like the the robots in this film. My review of this film is: I want to grab a drink with Tars. Yeah, they're cool. Like the humor level, you love know, it. turning it down and all that. That was love great. the back and forth. Yeah, yeah, it was great. Anyway, great movie. I love how it started out with that clip. Yeah, like my father was
0: a farmer. And yeah, then, whoosh, you know, and then by the end, yeah, like it, comes what? Back to it. Murph, Murph. Oh, it's so good. Come on, yeah, Murph. I just I love. Um, so I love that the father daughter story of it yeah all. I, agree. I think that's so beautiful the almost laws. after
1: sunny huh
0: very after sunny yeah because because she's viewing him like she's growing up he's gone yeah and so she has to view him in all these different lights she's yeah, so understand his in decision exactly yeah she almost not almost she gets madder at him yeah after being an adult herself and having yeah
1: you strip this movie of everything else it's after son yeah, sun. yeah. <laughs> that's a that's beautiful like no, and I say that as like a cool thing. No, but thing. yeah, I'm not it's like saying, viewing your yeah. dad in
0: like a, a human way, and it's like, of course, she'd be pissed off, and she thought he knew,
1: right? Yeah, crazy, but yeah, um,
0: incredible. Um, this movie won an Oscar for visual effects. It was also nominated for um, original score, sound mixing, sound editing, and production design. Again, um, on genre movies, they are never performance like nominations yeah like I don't know and I'm like I'm not as okay. mad about this one yeah as not am as mad either in, yeah, it, I would
1: have been like yeah that's deserving of I'd it, give but, him one yeah. I'd,
0: I'd give Anne Hathaway or something or maybe Jessica Chastain some,
1: some I love movie. her yeah
0: I think my favorite line as far as the father-daughter
2: relationship goes is when he says like when you were born um I think his wife said like we're here to be memories for our children or something like that I don't know. He said something along those lines. Yeah. Just like, now we're here to just speak great memories for our kids one day. And I think that's a very, that's
1: yeah, an interesting cool, approach. Yeah.
2: Cause anyway, um, I think, I think this film, one thing it does really well, a lot of future films, you know, show how the earth is destined to, to die and like there's some huge doomsday thing but i like how this film slowly it's just because of like the dirt in the air it's not like some huge catastrophic event like if this movie was like there's a earthquake that's coming in three days and we know it's coming i don't know i think just the slow burn of like the earth slowly becoming like the crops less and less yeah. feels realistic yeah and
0: horribly depressing yeah, terrifying. yeah it's like yeah.
2: horrifying because it's just an inevitable thing that's coming and I think they did a very good job at that, of making it very, like, justified to, like, have, you know, because it's like, why would this guy leave his family? Right. Like, he loves them so much, it seems like, but just the hopelessness, seeing, like, the all of the dust and the coughing and the crops. And I just think they did a really good job of setting this up in a way that's like, okay, yeah, like, this is going to send them into space. Whereas normally I think he would never do it if it was like something
0: I don't know, right? <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, because he still imagines a future for his kids because yeah. they're going to grow up no matter what. Um, but they're going to grow up and like be able to have kids themselves, or like grow up and like be miserable and die. You know, it's just like it's it's so bleak. Um, the score, the score is absolutely stunning.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. Basically that, that like, what makes this movie for me go, well, I mean, honestly, it's one of my top tier fives, so pretty much everything, but... I freaking just love the, just thinking of the set pieces, like the cornfields freaking dope. And even just the dust yes. of it all is really interesting. The first world they go to with the waves is yes. incredible. The snow world is incredible. I even like, I know like people get hung up on the weirdness and I even don't like, can't quite describe all the quantum, whatever, all the yeah. things in the bookcase, but that's a way cool that's set so piece Cool of, of him falling through that. The yeah, please do. I just freaking love every set piece in this movie it is superb. To this me. is, So cool. To create
0: the wormhole and black hole, Dr. Kip Thorne collaborated with visual effects supervisor Paul J. Franklin and his team at Double Negative. Thorne provided pages of deeply sourced theoretical equations to the team, which then created new CGI software programs based on these equations to create accurate computer simulations of these phenomena. Some individual frames took up to 100 hours to render for a Dog. And ultimately, the whole CGI program reached to 800 terabytes of data. The resulting visual effects provided Thorne with new insight into the effects of gravitational lensing and accretion disks surrounding black holes and led him to writing two scientific papers, one for the astrophysics community and one for the computer graphics community.
1: Dog. (laughs) That's so cool. And so I I think that's what I loved about the craftsmanship of Nolan is he uh, talk about a dude who cares. Yep. <laughs> like he gets he gets <laughs> he him and like Cameron like there's a few of these guys that, that are just like all in on the the topic or whatever it is and they just go so deeply into it that and they're they had so a entrenched that it, yeah, that it feels and you feel that through the through the movie. He said
0: nothing is going to violate established physical laws in this movie. Yeah. He's That's crazy. He's like a dog chasing a car.
1: Yeah. I don't get it, but <clears throat> i
2: was just quoting another Christopher Nolan film.
1: So, and so like, while I think a lot of people, like a lot of the critique I hear of this movie is just like, okay, I don't really get like how it's, how it's all going down with the, you know, reaching through in Murph. The, and I get, yeah, and the Murph, like, but it's like, Oh no! It's it's because you don't understand. Like it's because we can't get it. But yeah. it's like, and so, yeah. i have just like accepted that I, I let it wash over me rather than try to dig into it and just let the cool things about it be cool. Like you know, the you have communicating to. through the bookcase and all that. It's amazing I to enjoy it.
0: That. You have to do that, and then it is also fun to sit afterward and like think about ponder all on that it. Stuff. Yeah, and read yeah. poetry. Love transcends, and love is an important ingredient in the survival of the human race, and that goes for both Arrival and Interstellar. I agree. Um, some incredible movies. Um, what were you going to say?
1: Well, for next week, yeah, we, uh, Markel, my sweet, dear wife, is going to join us. We're doing two very not these movies. We're <laughs> doing her type of movie, which I, I'm so oh, excited for. I'm so for. excited. We're actually going to do Just Go With It. Have you guys seen that one? <laughs> yes, so I actually love that. So Adam Sandler and, yes, and Aniston. And, Aniston. Okay. and it's just so silly. Just go with it. And Crazy Stupid Love. Okay. So two just very fun, just silly. I'm going to watch Brighton's name anyway. Like, our lowest rate. Yeah, please do. She was, she was just like, ah, I don't want to start out with a movie that's a little more raunchy. Raunchy. Like, yeah, I get it. And so she went with those two. Anyway.
2: Just go with it. Crazy Stupid Love. I'm so excited. This is going to be a fun week. Movies, man. Cinema. Cinema. The span
0: of cinema. And uh anyway, that's Think about all pretense. Got for you. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us. That was Haywood's take on Hollywood. Murph. Murph.